Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Altitude Crime. If you are a new listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode. And there are 13 others waiting for you to listen to if you haven't already. And my returning listeners, you are why I am still here starting our fourth month of Altitude Crime, which... Speaking of, if you are a listener in the U.S., happy 4th of July. Remember to listen or subscribe to Altitude Crime on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Altitude Crime Podcast and Facebook and Twitter at Altitude Crime. So this week's episode is going to be a little shorter and a bit more lighthearted than our last few. To be honest, I think I've broke down in tears once while writing the last four episodes. We had some really tough ones, including the cases of Dylan Redwine, sisters Lorraine Pacheco and Karen Pineda, Aspen hometown hero Spider Savage, and the killings of Cassandra Rundle and her children Dietrich and Melanie. So honestly, I am in need of a little emotional break. But... That does not mean I want a break from still giving you some content each week. So I think you'll enjoy what I have in store for you. I am calling this episode the Caller Auto episode, and not because that's how you say the state name. Honestly, if you say it like that, natives like me immediately know that you aren't from here. It's Colorado, because the state is rad. (laughs) I'm calling it that today because our episode is going to talk about some of the odd laws throughout the state. So let's get started. Now, every state has its share of outdated laws that have some kind of odd historical story behind them. And while I can't give you the background of all of these, it doesn't make these Colorado laws any less interesting. Some of these laws are at the state level. In the state of Colorado, it is illegal to let your llama graze on city property. So make sure that all of your llamas are fenced in. It is illegal to sell a car on a Sunday. And this does not just apply to car dealerships. It's also illegal for citizens to sell your car from your private residence on a Sunday. And I feel like the police would have some luck stalking Facebook Marketplace to bust someone for this. But don't worry, if you bought your car on a Saturday legally, You can still purchase car accessories, parts, and tires on a Sunday. You cannot chop up or deface a rock in a state park. You know the tags on mattresses and pillows that say do not remove under penalty by law? Don't worry, Coloradans. It is legal for you to cut those off with no repercussions. Some of you may know that the Columbine is Colorado's state flower, But did you know that it is illegal to pick one from public land? 
Additionally, it's also illegal to pick one from private land without permission from the landowner. Okay, now here's a few that are specific to certain cities within the state. Alamosa, which is located just southwest of Great Sand Dunes National Park, has a specific and strangely worded law that makes it illegal to project a missile at a car. But it's not as exciting as it sounds. The term missile in the law is defined as any object which is propelled at a car by force, and this can include something thrown by hand. So while it is illegal pretty much everywhere to throw something at a moving vehicle, this law just makes it sound a lot more compelling. Ski Town Aspen, which we talked about in episode 12, has a specific law against flying projectiles. It is unlawful to use catapults, blowguns, and slingshots for what seems like pretty obvious reasons. But also written into the law, and most importantly, is that it is illegal to throw snowballs in one of the snowiest areas of the state. Boulder, Colorado has what is called a fighting word ordinance. And before I describe this one, I'm going to really encourage you to not take advantage of this law. This ordinance basically says that you can taunt police and that's totally legal. You can challenge them, you can mouth off, you can do all of the things. But if they ask you to stop and you do not, that is where the right ends and you can be arrested. And I can just see this going wild with drunk college kids in the area. So do me a favor and let's be respectful and not even get into this situation. We all know that you should not drink and drive, but in Boulder, Colorado, you can also not drink and ride either. Horses are considered non-motorized vehicles and this can get you a DUI. The law was most recently upheld in 2013 when a drunk man on horseback wandered into Boulder traffic. Also not allowed in Boulder, the college kid go-to. No couches on your front porch. And, for its namesake, you cannot roll a boulder onto city property in, you guessed it, the city of Boulder. Man, for a wild college town, Boulder has a lot of rules. It is also illegal to herd your pig or pigs in public. Traveling with your horse or pack mule in the small mining town of Cripple Creek? Not a problem. That's fine, just as long as you do not take them into a building on any floor above the ground floor. Inside a building is fine, just not above the ground floor. Otherwise, the law is coming for you. Think you are the only one who can get served legal papers? You'd be wrong. In Denver, your dog will be served a notice of impounding if the dog catcher gets them. Denver also has a law which outlaws the mistreatment of rats. What mistreatment entails, no pun intended, is still up for debate. In Pueblo, located about 40 minutes south of Colorado Springs and known as the home of heroes, it is illegal to have tall weeds on your property, most specifically including dandelions. Weeds cannot be taller than 10 inches, 
so Pueblo police better know their plants really well. Fountain, on the other hand, located just south of Colorado Springs, really outdid Pueblo's weed law. In Fountain, it is illegal to have any weeds in your lawn at all. Logan County, a county located west of Fort Collins with a very small population, was really ahead of the curve in regards to the issue of consent. There, it is illegal to kiss a woman while she is sleeping, even if that woman is your spouse. Don't count on fresh chicken eggs in Louisville. Residents are allowed to own up to three turkeys, but under no circumstances can they own any chickens. In Sterling, where Scott Kimball from episodes four and five was being held in prison, it is illegal to allow your cat to roam the neighborhood without an attached taillight. I feel like whoever made this law never met a cat before. In the ritzy ski town of Vail, it is illegal to store junk next to either residences or public buildings. The term junk continues to be subjective. And in Vail, if you are a bad skier, you are also getting taken out with the junk. It is illegal in Vail to run into obstacles on a ski slope. In Westminster, if you allow a person to park two feet or closer to you, will they be fined? No, you will. Also in Westminster, it is illegal to get lost in your car between the hours of 9 p.m. and 4 a.m. This is still illegal if someone else is driving your car. And perhaps one of the most infamous local battles was in my hometown of Colorado Springs, and that was over Star Kempf's sculptures. Star Kempf was a sculptor who made his home at the mouth of Cheyenne Canyon, now near the entrance to Starsmore Discovery Center. But Star's 1970s creations were not small projects. His tall metal pieces towered over his home and each piece took three years or more to create. If you follow me on social media, you'll see pictures of these projects on the post for this episode. For years, fans of the artists would drive through the neighborhood to see the pieces, and this created a lot of turmoil in the neighborhood and with the city. Neighbors complained because of the traffic, they complained because of these large looming art pieces that were unsightly for some, and the city was kind of constantly involved with the property. Three of the pieces were even forced into storage just to avoid nasty proceedings from the city and the surrounding residents. While Starr took his life in 1995, his work certainly still lives on. The three pieces held in storage were eventually moved to the campus of the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Daisy McGowan, a UCCS director and Colorado Springs native, sought to procure the pieces for the university. Now the decades-long legal issues have been put to rest, and citizens can finally enjoy the pieces of art that were hidden for so long. The program that encouraged the movement of the statues to inspire others is fittingly named Art Without Limits. 
Okay, guys, so I know this episode was a lot shorter one, but I promise I am not jipping you on content. I typically try to make episodes at least 30 to 40 minutes long for you, but like I said, we've covered a lot of really tough cases, and I think it's okay for us all to take a little emotional break. But like I said, you are not going to get a lack of content this week. There will be another update on the Dylan Redwine case coming up this week. We are about two weeks into Mark Redwine's trial as of right now. Once I do this update, I will probably hold off and do another one at the end of the month since that is when it is projected that the trial will end. But you will not know that this midweek episode has come out if you aren't subscribed to Altitude Crime on your favorite podcast platform. And I know you still have it up on your screen, so take the opportunity to do that now. You can also find me on Instagram at Altitude Crime Podcasts and Facebook and Twitter at Altitude Crime. All source materials will be on AltitudeCrime.com for this episode, as well as all the others that you've listened to so far. Also on AltitudeCrime.com is a link to merch. New stuff is up and live on the merch site, so definitely check it out. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure to spend another day with you, and I cannot wait to tell you another story next week on Altitude Crime. Episode 14, Color Odd O, was written, recorded, and edited by Amelia Allen. Music provided by Podbean.com.